0: Welcome to a very special end-of-year episode of Rights for Women. This actually isn't the very last episode of the year. I've just recorded a fantastic chat with Nikki Gemmell about her book, Dissolve. It's a heart of writing episode, even though we didn't actually use those words, heart of writing, in the episode. But it's it, this is a fantastic book about The Journey of a Creative Woman Roaring to Life in a Man's World. It's actually one I am going to be gifting at Christmas as well. But that will be the final episode for the year coming out next Friday. And this week's episode is actually a Christmas special where I have invited a number of my writer friends to share their Christmas gift giving ideas and also to talk about what they hope to receive under the tree or perhaps what's in their reading pile for the holiday period. Because this is kind of the end of the year episode, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank everybody out there who has listened to Rights for Women, even if it was just one or two episodes, who has watched videos on YouTube, who has watched videos on the website, who has visited the Rights for Women website, done a review commented in any way on a social media post that I've put up about rights for women. This was a huge journey for me this year, taking on rights for women solo. I took the podcast in a different direction to the one that Kel and I had been on in the the years previous to it, but still very much with the idea of celebrating women's voices and promoting women writers. So that's been my mission over this year for the podcast. And I really hope that you feel that I have done that. It's been an absolute honour and pleasure for me to speak to, I think I'm up to this year now, 47 women writers about their writing life, their books, their new releases, for them to share their tips on writing craft and also on the business of writing. So for me, they're the elements of the writing life that I'm interested in and I know that a lot of my writer friends and writers out there are interested in. So I really hope that you have been able to glean some information, some enjoyment and some inspiration from those episodes. And I hope that the writers who have taken the time to talk to me on the Rights for Women Convoy couch. I hope that you feel that you have uh, spent your time valuably and that it has been a worthwhile exercise for you as well. And thank you so much for your participation and support to both my guests and to the audience out there. In a little mini writing update, I finished probably what is like the second or third draft of my novel, Because You're Mine. It's currently with a couple of reader friends who are going to be giving me some feedback. And my main goal in the next couple of months is to really get that polished to the point where I feel that it is ready for publication. I don't know in what form that is going to take as yet, whether it will be an indie or trad publication, Uh, but I know that it is a novel that is close to my heart and I really want to get out there into the world. But because it's been such a crazy year with lockdown and because, you know, I have been very, very busy learning the ropes of editing with the podcast as well as doing almost a weekly interview, although I will give a shout out to my two guest hosts so far this year who have been Mary Lou Stevens and Rachel Johns, Thank you so much for taking that on. And next year I will be having a new guest host each month just to take the pressure off a little bit and that way also sharing the love around so a few more people get to appear on the podcast in the hosting capacity as well as being a guest. Uh, So sorry, I went off on a couple of tangents there, but what I'll be doing over the next six weeks also is just filling my creative well and really focusing on Doing some writing just for the love of writing, for enjoyment, sitting down and doing some free writing, some journaling, taking myself off to some beautiful uh, local places, beaches, bush, spending some time with my horses and doing all that sort of thing that I really love to do because I really feel like the creative well has run a little bit dry and needs to be refilled. So as much as it pains me to say there won't be any episodes in January, there won't be, (laughs) but there is a huge backlist there now. As I said, 47 episodes of Rights for Women. So if you haven't caught them all, I'll definitely still be doing a little bit of promotion of that. And you can, of course, find them all Wherever you get your podcasts and also at rightsforwomen.com. And I am slowly getting through the transcripts and getting all those up there as well. It's, it's a big effort to get every episode transcripted and, and up on the website, but that will happen over time. The other thing I will be doing is putting together the ebooks of The Heart of Writing. Episodes, the craft of writing, the business of writing, and not the new release. I'm leaving those in terms of transcripts, but the others are all going to be put into ebook format. And of course, all my fantastic Patreon supporters will be getting copies of those depending on the level of, at which they support. The top level supporters will get all of those transcripts in a fabulous ebook format, including all the links to the episodes. And I'm really excited to be able to put those books together. And you know that that's a, a big project in itself, and that's something that I will also be working on over the holiday period. So thank you, a massive thank you to all of you who have sponsored the podcast on Patreon. It has absolutely helped with paying for the transcription service, the editing service, and the hosting of uh, the service that that pushes it out to the different podcast platforms and I use Omni for that. So I am indebted to everybody who not only listens, but also to those people who support the podcast, just with a small amount each month in order to to help it come into the world each week. And you do get those bonuses each month. I'm running a little bit late with the November ones, but they will be coming out soon. And then the big one for December will be the ebook. So watch out for that in your inbox. Now, to kick off the uh, Christmas gift-giving suggestions, I'm starting with a few short ones of mine and then quickly whipping through my massive holiday reading list to share with you. The first book that I will be gifting, and it's one that I'm actually doing for book club, is Love Stories by Trent Dalton. I absolutely loved Boy Swallow's Universe and I loved All Our Shimmering Skies, both fantastically beautifully written books. And for Love Stories, this is a non-fiction book and look at the, it's absolutely divine to hold. Trent sat on a corner in Brisbane with his typewriter, I believe, or computer, and asked people to tell him a love story. And he's a softy at heart. And that has that has become the basis of this beautiful book, Love stories. So, yeah, I I can't wait to read it. I'm really glad it was a suggestion for our book club, and uh, a few people in my life are going to be getting a copy of that. The other one, which I read about recently and came across in the fabulous Harbour bookstore shout out to Michelle and Georgia and team at Harbour Bookshop in Ulladulla, is this one by Anne Patchett. I love Anne's writing, and it is these Precious Days. So it's a memoir and from what I've read about it, it actually, you know, details a lot about her creative life and takes us into the mind of the writer a little bit. Jojo Moyes said on the back, I would read Anne Patchett's shopping list. Me too. So somebody in my life will be getting that and I'll be reading it. Another one that I came across in Harbour Bookstore, and this is one that um, interests me at a personal level, but somebody in my life will be getting this, is Karawan. It's a memoir about the Karawan bushfire And of course, we were affected uh, by this because my daughter's home where she lives on the south coast, our Milton house was directly in the line of fire and we lost everything on the property except the house. So uh, we were very, very lucky, but many people weren't. I'm actually quite intrigued about how people survive tragedies like this. So some people might think it's a bit morbid to read a book about the fires, but it was such a catastrophic event. And I think a really important thing for us to remember in the face of climate change that's going on in the world, but also to to see from a personal level how people do deal with situations like that. So that's one I'll be gifting as well. Another one that I'll be gifting and hopefully reading is one that I missed reading during the year, but I've read lots about, Once There Were Wolves by Charlotte McConaughey. Her first novel, The Last Migration, also is on my list. And I I saw Charlotte speak at Storyfest in June. And it it just sounds fascinating. It's beautiful writing style and very relevant environmentally at the moment. So Once There Were Wolves. Now I'm on to my reading list for the holidays. There are a couple of books I am hoping. I'm going to put the vibes out there that I would like. One is called, I think it's The Atlas of the Heart by Brené Brown. I just listened to a fantastic interview between Brené and Oprah. I love Brene Brown's writing, the way she gets into, into the whole psychology. And this book, The Atlas of the Heart, is all about mapping emotions. And it's something that I'm really interested in at a psychological level, but also hopefully that I might be able to use in my writing. So that's one. And the other ones or collection that I would love are the Helen Garner Diaries, the third of which has just come out. And I haven't read any of those yet but um, I'm going to be putting that on my wish list Quickly to whip through my reading pile for the holiday, Sorrow and Bliss by Meg Mason. It's just been everywhere this year and it's had so many, I haven't read a bad thing about it. Everybody that I know who's read it absolutely loved it. I haven't had time to read it. So I'm going to be reading Sorrow and Bliss. Another one, and I love this author's first book, which was the Whisper Network. So this one is The Husbands by Chandler Baker. It came out mid-year, but I didn't haven't had a chance to read it. To what lengths would you go for just a little more help from your husband? And I think it has quite a sinister sort of storyline there but I really loved the Whisper Network so I can't wait to read that really want to read also this one by Amal Awad Amal was on the, the podcast earlier this year the things we see in the light new beginnings old friends love and chocolate and that's a gorgeous new cover there for Amal and I just can't wait to read this book I love her writing and I love her Philosophy and the way she approaches her creativity, too. So, if you missed that episode with Amal, you can catch that on Rights for Women Backlist. One I will definitely be reading because, again, I just haven't had time to get through all the fantastic books that I get sent. But Leanne Lovegrove, who is doing a little guest appearance on this episode, The Good Life Greta Johnson made a dreadful mistake. And it's a moving story about forgiveness, acceptance and choosing the right path and set in a beautiful country location. So it's right up my alley. Congratulations to Leanne on that one, one to look out for. And another one that I will be reading, and this is not just because I have been wanting to read this book, but Lynn Hewitt will also be my very first guest next year on the podcast. Lynn was supposed to be on this year but I've just run out of time and reading energy and this is a nice chunky one that's going to get keep me going the silent listener and Lynn has some really exciting news to share about this book when we chat to her early in the new year it's part memoir it's it's sort of a fictionalized life story some tragic events that occurred during Lynn's upbringing and she has fictionalized that and look at the gorgeous cover that goes with it so can't wait to read that Another one that I really want to read, and do you think I'm going to get through this reading list? We shall see. We shall see. Mothers and Daughters by Kylie Ladd. I chat to Kylie quite often on Facebook, and I put out a call one day for suggestions for mother and daughter stories, and as you can see from this title, Mothers and Daughters, Kylie actually has one. So I grabbed a copy of that, and that is going to be on my reading list for the holidays. And then lastly, but I could go on because there is more in my pile, but I'm not going to get to them all. But I can't wait to read The Beautiful Words by Vanessa McCausland. I absolutely loved Vanessa's last book, The Valley of Lost Stories. She's such a uh, gifted writer and her, her stories and her characters are right up my alley. Great women's fiction. So that is going to be actually the one I'm going to dive into first. So there you have it. That's my reading pile, my gift suggestions for Christmas. If you are looking for um, a different book, again, than what's been suggested, my last novel, which is called All We Dream, the second edition of Essie's Way, it actually came out in January this year. It seems like so long ago. That is available through my website. And it's set on the south coast of New South Wales. It's a family saga. It has a historical element and set in a beautiful seaside location and a fair deal of family mystery and secrets being revealed in that one as well. So you can grab that via my website in print or you can grab it online as an ebook from your favourite book retailer. So, thank you so much, everyone. I'm going to hand over now to my guests. I'm not going to tell you who who they are. You can find out as you listen. They have plenty of great reading suggestions. And I also want to take this opportunity once again to thank everyone, but to wish you all a very merry, safe, healthy, and happy Christmas. I hope that this year you do get to spend time with your loved ones, with your friends and family who are nearest and dearest to you. We, a lot of us missed out on that last year during lockdown, but I hope that you get to do that and that you have a fantastic break. You do get some time to put your feet up and read. And if you're a writer and you're listening, keep writing, keep getting the words down and how exciting it is that we have a new year to set some goals and to plan Watch out for what's happening next on Rights for Women. There is a lot happening in 2022, which I'll reveal over the next couple of months. And uh, I can't wait to see you all on the other side. Merry Christmas. Stay safe. Happy reading. Happy writing.
1: Hi, everyone. Merry Christmas. My name is Michelle Barakoff. I am a writer, a podcaster at Writers Book Club Podcast and a web designer of author websites over at Fresh Web Design. The lovely Pamela Cook has asked me to share the books that I'm giving to my family this Christmas and I have some crackers to share with you. Now, I don't have all these books yet. I'm still waiting for my delivery. I do have some of them, including the first one, This has been Absolutely Lovely by Jessica Detman. I've read this book earlier in the year. It was one of my favourites. And this is a gift that my mum will be getting. It's a heartwarming story of family dynamics. And it's funny too. Like it's just that beautiful combination of funny and heartwarming that I love in fiction. So this has been Absolutely Lovely by Jessica Detman. Highly recommend it. And mum, I hope you're not watching this, but that's what you're getting if you are. Spoiler alert. Sorry about that my stepfather is getting Plum by Brendan Cowell. Now, we all know Brendan Cowell from that wonderful TV show, Love My Way. And I see that he's roped in his co-star in that show, Asha Keddie, for a puff quote here. And she says, beautiful, original and affecting. I love this book. And I think if Asha says that, it must be good because whatever Asha says, I would probably agree with. Next on the list is Wolf Girl by Arndo, my daughter Francesca is 11. These Wolf Girl books by Arndo have really held her attention. They've got a few illustrations in them as well. They're page turners. And also there are a lot of dogs in Arndo's books and you know, love a dog in a book. Next person is my son, Jack. Now he's just turned 18. At the moment, he is reading about a boy by Nick Hornby. And I love this book. It's an oldie but a goodie. He is also in that category of heartwarming and hilarious. So I uh, highly recommend anything by Nick Hornby. Right, my husband, John, there's nothing better over the holidays than a good old Geoffrey Archer page turner. So he is getting the latest in the William Warwick detective novels by Geoffrey Archer called Over My Dead Body. And he will. Love that. Oh, what's on my list? Okay, first of all, the latest Helen Garner, How to End a Story, the third in her series of diaries. I've got the other two. I love dipping in and out of them and just being inspired by her observations, her dry, funny, on point language. She's just a master for a reason. I'd also like to get. Devotion by Hannah Kent. I loved burial rights. I loved the good people and I love Hannah's writing style, the beautiful prose. It's an historical queer love story that is very close to her heart and I'm so looking forward to reading that. Elizabeth Strout has a new book out called Oh William, and I can't wait to dive into that as well. Now, a couple of other recommendations. If you're a short story lover, highly recommend this one Hilma Walitzer, 90 something mother of Meg Walitzer. Today, a woman went mad in the supermarket. These stories were written in the 60s and 70s, but they could have been written yesterday. They're so good. Just Insights into marriage, into family life, into relationships, uh, into mental health. They're just wonderful. Highly recommend that. Right, that's me done. Have a wonderful Christmas, everyone. Stay safe. Happy reading. I hope you get all the books of your dreams. Take care, and I'll see you in 2022.
2: Hi, my name is Laura Boone. And I'd like to wish all the subscribers and listeners of the Rights for Women podcast a very merry and booktastic Christmas. I love giving books as presents. I love receiving them as presents even more. The first book I'd like to recommend is one from earlier this year. It's called Digging Up Dirt by Pamela Hart. It's a fantastic, cozy mystery. And if you've ever lived in Sydney or you know someone who lives in Sydney's inner west they'll absolutely love this book. The second book is The Tea Ladies of St. Jude's Hospital by Joanna Nell. It's written with Joanna's customary charm, humor, and gentle insight into human nature. In this particular story, two older ladies and an 18-year-old student who's doing her Duke of Ed volunteer work come together at the charity tea shop at St. Jude's Hospital and help each other out in the strangest of ways. I also love ebooks, and I'm very happy to give an e-book or to receive an e-book as a gift. Gift vouchers are also most welcome. And I have a couple that I've bought for myself and that I've lined up for the Christmas break. The first is The Scoundrel's Daughter by Anne Gracie, just like Julia Quinn the author of the Bridgerton series, I Never Miss, an Anne Gracie book. I've been saving this one up, and I'm really looking forward to reading it. Then I have a couple of Christmas stories, which I really look forward to every year. Pick and choose a few. The first is Must Love Christmas by Kelly Hunter. It's a snowed-in romance. And what better thing to do over Christmas than get snowed in with a hot hunk of a cowboy? Or something completely different? I've got Five Christmases, Five Couples and Five Countries by Amy Andrews, Louisa George, Barbara DeLeo, Rachel Bailey and Courtney Clark-Michaels. Finally, in January, when hopefully in Sydney we will be getting some sun, I'm looking forward to the new Penelope Janu, Clouds on the Horizon. Then if there's an aspiring writer in your life who'd like to know more about the book trade, I can recommend my new release, Tips from a Book Publishing Industry Insider. It has 20 columns covering everything you needed to know about publishing, from what terms like BLAD and trade paperback mean, to how royalties work and how to get through a pandemic. It's available from all e-retailers, including Amazon, and it's also available in paperback from Amazon and my website lauraboom.com. Wishing you all a very Merry Christmas and lots and lots of reading time.
3: Hi, I'm Ray Cairns and one of my favourite parts of Christmas is perusing the bookshelves to find a story that my family will love. I've just come back from the Bad Sydney Crime Festival, so some of my suggestions will definitely have a crime and thriller bent. I'll start with my mum. She loves police procedurals, but I've kind of challenged her a bit this year, and I have bought her Sarah Bailey's The Housemate. It's a twisty, turny thriller, and it's about three housemates, one dead, one missing, and one accused of murder. One of the sessions that I absolutely loved at the Bad Sydney Crime was on the Age of Extremes, by, and it was between Stan Grant and Tim Iliff, two journalists, and they talked about the political situation in the world today and all the various things that are uh, creating a lot of tension. So I couldn't help but buy Stan Grant's with the falling of the dusk for my husband, who tends to prefer nonfiction or memoir. After that session, I also couldn't help but pick up Tim Eyeliff's The Enemy Within. Now, this is a really fast-paced thriller. And so I've grabbed that for my 20-year-old daughter because that's right up her alley. And it's a story taken from the headlines. It is the third in a trilogy, but you can read it as a standalone. Change of pace for my son. He likes dystopian, uh, futuristic kind of stories. So I've grabbed for him Green Rising* by Lauren James, has a stunning cover, and it is set in a near-future world on the brink of ecological catastrophe. So hopefully that'll keep him busy over the summer months. Still on the theme of near-future thriller, I can't help but recommend this one, Sarah Foster's The Hush. It's about the power of female relationships, but within a thriller, and I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. And finally, it's my own book, which unfortunately is only available for pre-order at the moment because it comes out on March 30th. But it is a fast-paced thriller, and it's about how far a mother will go when two men from Northern Ireland hunt her down, one a policeman and one an IRA executioner. It's The Good Mother, and it's available for pre-order. I hope you all have a really very Merry Christmas and that the new year brings great health and great joy.
4: Hi everyone, Sandy Docker here and I'm so excited that Pamela asked me to be part of this special edition where we talk about books that we are gifting this year and perhaps books that we would like to receive. So let's kick it off with what my husband will be receiving this Christmas from me, and that is the first three books in the current Matthew Riley series. I know that the final book came out this year so we're a little bit behind the times on this one but my husband usually reads when he travels and there's not been a lot of that going on lately so I'm hoping over the Christmas holidays he can find some time uh, to get into these guys because I think he might actually really enjoy them. Also this year I will be gifting to my daughter some books. Now she always has a really long list of books on her Christmas wishlist and that's because she knows that I can never say no to her when she wants to buy books. So I'll be farming out some of those items on her wish list to the rallies. But what I've already bought for her myself is the two books on the Six of Crows YA Fantasy series. My sister she's a prolific reader. She reads so many books a year I can't even begin to tell you. But one that I think she'll be really excited about is The the new Diana Gabaldon, Go Tell the Bees That I'm Gone. My sister has read all of the Diana Gabaldon Outlander series and she read them back when they were first published, back when Outlander was published as Cross Stitch here in Australia. So I have no doubt that she will like this one. And because she is such a fast reader, it's a really good thing that this one's a really thick book. I also have a book for my mum this year and it's the new Judy Nunn. Showtime. Mum and I met Judy at a literary luncheon a couple of years ago when Judy's novel Car Key Town came out and it was such a, a fun lunch and it was such a wonderful moment when we got to meet her in person and I know mum will enjoy this. And I have a confession to make to you all and that is that I gift myself a book Christmas from Santa. Uh, it's one way to guarantee that you're going to get what you want and I kind of just like the fun of it. So this year Santa will be gifting me Stephanie Parkin's new novel The Freedom of Birds. I've met Stephanie online only when I interviewed her for a series that I was doing and she's such a lovely person and her books are so fantastic. This is a work of historical fiction and I'm really excited to get my teeth stuck into this one after Christmas. And if you're looking for books for yourself or for your loved one this Christmas you may consider buying my new book The Wattle Island Book Club. It came out in August this year and it's a wonderful tale of books and community and love and loss and secret and starting new beginnings, I guess, is the easiest way to describe so. it. Stay safe this holiday season. Be kind to yourself, be good to each other and have a very happy holiday.
5: Hi, my name is Terry Green and welcome to all the book-loving Listeners of the Right for Women's podcast. Now, this time of year, you're probably thinking about buying books. If you're like me, with all the Christmas madness and the traffic and everything, one's thoughts tend to turn to murder. So, crime features fairly heavily in my little book buying list. First cab off the rank is Sally Hepworth's The Younger Wife. Now, I must confess, I haven't read any of Sally's yet, so I thought I'd better address that. So, my husband is getting this book. Just so he knows, don't ever try it, buddy. I have heard that it has a controversial ending, so it'll be interesting to see what happens when I get to read that one. Second is this one, Richard Osmond's, which will probably be for my mother or father. The first book in the series is called The Thursday Murder Club, and I just loved that. It's quite delightful. If murder can be delightful, <laughs> it actually is. It's very English, wry humour, and older people rediscovering themselves and getting a second lease on life through murder. Next is a book that I just recently read, and one of my nieces will probably get this book, Sarah Foster's The Hush. And actually, I would love male readers to read this book too, because it reads as a, a, as a page turner, but there's so many themes about female control of their own bodies and governmental control over the individual would make a fabulous book club book because there's so many issues to discuss but it's also a page turn so put that one on your list. Now this one I don't have the actual book I don't know if you can see that hopefully but again this is a theme of people finding themselves and rediscovering themselves it's the Delightful the Tea Ladies of St Jude's Hospital by Joanna Nell. And that's pretty much suitable for all ages. And then last but not least, what I really want for Christmas, because I write historical fiction, I really love reading historical fiction, especially if there's a bit of a crime element. So again, I think there's a bit more murder in this. So this is what I've bought myself for Christmas. And it's called The Lost Apothe- Apothecary. That's a bit hard to say. And it's meant to be fabulous. Lots of murder, mayhem, mystery. Fabulous. So that's my suggestions. Christmas, go for murder. Can't lose. Bye for now.
6: Hello, everyone. My name is Meredith Jaffe and I am the author of The Dressmakers of Yarendra Prison. Thank you very much for Pamela Cook for inviting me onto this Christmas special for Rights for Women about what we're gifting. So let's get to it. First of all, Craig Sylvie is going to my daughter in Edinburgh, who's dying to read it and uh, would love to get her hands on a bit of Australian fiction and what could be better than a bit of Craig Sylvie. She's also requested, and I'm very happy to recommend this to anyone who hasn't read this yet, probably one of my favourite reads for 2021, sorry, Craig, is Emily Maguire's Delightful Love Objects. Love the book, love the characters, love the cover, very jealous of the cover. For Master 13, he, look, he's read Harry Potter, he's read Patrick Ness, he reads everything, thank goodness for the local independent bookseller. Harbour Books... Our friend, dear friend Max has recommended Maze Runner from the New York Times bestselling author James Dashner. So let's hope he's on the money there. I'm sure he is. One I'm a bit more familiar with will be Fred Watson's nonfiction, clearly, Space Warp, all that sciencey stuff for all your sciencey inclined space, inter- in spacey kind of kids. So that will be a nice dip in, dip out for Master 13 as well. Husband has been, I'll, I'll confess uh, that my husband has been struggling through reading The Dressmakers of Yarra and Darra Prison since it came out in May, even though I've begged him to put it down and, you know, numerous times and read something else. He just insists on persevering, so I'm hoping that this will help. Get him away from the, the boys, Derek and the lads. Good you are by Stephen Gaps. It's about the Wiradjuri War, the Bathurst Wars, 1822 to 1824. To be fair, I am actually buying this for myself, but giving him first reading rights and calling it a Christmas present, and then I'm hoping to dip into it later myself. Looks amazing, can't wait. The one he has requested though is Grantley Kietz's Lawson. Grantley Kietz brings out these kind of books every year. He's already done one on Banjo Patterson. Lawson is inevitably the next one that he would do of the uh, great Australian poets, and who are all part of that. Uh, fabric of the Australian story so that's what else husband asked for thanks to book talk miss 15 is getting it ends with us the Colleen Hoover which not heard, obviously not one of her later ones it's, it's an older title but yay to book talk that we're getting all these wonderful books back into the hands of readers and one, of course, that I have a great deal of attachment to is the Dear, Dear Girls from Book Ninjas have got their newest novel out, Fancy Meeting New here. So yay, girls. So that looks like a bit of fun as well. And the Nanas have got boxes of books that I'm about to put in the post tomorrow. For me, I've got one week off between Christmas and New Year to have a break before I have to dive into the writing of the next novel, the 2023 novel. So this is what I will be relaxing with on the couch. It ticks a lot of boxes for me. Absolutely loved Anthony Doerr's All the Light We Cannot See. Look, Look, how could you not love a book that's called Cloud Cuckoo Land? Look at that amazing cover. It's lovely and thick. So that'll be me sorted for the week off. I hope that everyone has getting some great books themselves for Christmas. I hope that you're all going to be meeting up with the people that you love, sharing food, sharing wine, sharing books. Be safe. I hope your 2021 has ended on a high note and all the best for 2022. Get yourself some nail bling. That's what I'm going to say. That's my bling. And I'll see you all in 2022.
7: My name is Penelope Janu, and be making a few Christmas recommendations. Things I'm reading for the Rights for Women podcast. Thanks so much, Pam, for inviting me to do so. First thing I'm going to recommend is Susanna Hardy's *Loving in March*. Um, Susanna's book was released some months ago, but the launch actually was only last week. I love this on audio and I think I'm going to love it. Well, I know I will. I'm in paperback as well, so that's something for me. Carly Lane, I buy Carly Lane every year, whether it's um, Christmas or not, because I think she's just got a great voice. She's always got something to say, love the characters. They're always really, really well developed, and the storylines are really interesting too. So Carly Lane's Once Burnt, Twice Shy. Uh, Finally for me, Lord Somerton's Heir, which is written by Alison Stewart, who's another Australian author. She actually, Australian fiction or historical fiction too, um, under the name A.M. Stewart. My dad loves her books too, so maybe after I've read this one I might lend it to him if he's lucky. Okay, what else have I got? things I'm giving away. So these are my present books. First of all, Matt Riley, obviously not an Australian. Well, he's Australian, but he's not a woman. The One Impossible Labyrinth. The reason I buy Matthew Riley's book partly is because he gave a talk at my daughter's school many years ago and was so inspiring. And I bought his first book for my son and then kept buying books after that. My son was a very, very reluctant reader as a teenager. Now he's an avid reader. um, So it's kind of a knot. He reads all sorts of things now, but he always expects the, the latest Matthew Riley when one comes out under the Christmas tree. Also, a copy of The Tea Ladies of St Jude's Hospital. Uh, this is for my neighbour. I introduced her to Joanna Nell a few years ago. Last year, I was too slow, and she'd actually already bought the Joanna Nell for Christmas before I got to her, so she ended up with two copies. So this year, I've actually told her not to buy it, and so she's absolutely hanging out for it, so I think she, I might even give it to her before Christmas. Um, the third book as a gift is... Um, for my sister-in-law the wattle island book club we exchange books books that we really enjoyed through the year particularly and i've already read this book my mum's read this book it's it's a really just a really warm-hearted book but also a, a book that makes you think and gorgeous i think It'd be a lovely holiday read too And finally I'm going to talk a little bit about children's books I have three beautiful grandsons every year I buy my grandsons a really nice quality kind of a hardback book and sometimes I sort of take them shopping with me and I see what they would really like because I know when I got things like black beauty just love the look of it on the shelves and I've had this since I was about 10 years old Misty was another one was a school club purchase my grandmother purchased many many decades ago when I was about seven years old and I still treasure it seven little Australians are a so many fabulous books for children anyway that's it from me and yeah have a lovely christmas and stay safe
8: hi i'm maya linnell and i love gifting books for christmas i get organized in advance so i've already purchased the ones for my kids this year my nine-year-old is going to be getting the school for talking pets by Kellyanne hawkins it's a middle grade fiction adventure which came out this year My 11-year-old is getting a copy of Jenna Gillorm's book, What I Like About Me, and that's a YA novel, and it's all about body positivity, which is perfect for a tween reader. My 13-year-old son is going to be getting a copy of the Guinness Book of World Records because he loves poring over the pictures and the crazy facts, keeping very entertained. As a keen reader and book blogger, it's tricky to ask people to get me books without them doubling up. So what I do is I purchase my own books and give them to the children and ask them to wrap them up for me. So the first one that the kids will be giving me this Christmas is Sally Thorne's The Hating Game. She's a bit of a rom-com queen. I have Elizabeth Strout's Olive Kitteridge, which was a recommendation from Pam on the podcast. Thank you, Pam. And I also have The Paper Palace. Now that's by Veranda Cowley Heller, and Rachel Johns recommended this one to me, said it was an excellent read. And in the mail, still yet to come, I have Fleur McDonald's latest Rural Romance, Deception Creek. So I look forward to finding all of those under the Christmas tree this Christmas. And if you're looking for something to give an escape to the country to one of your friends or family, why not pick up a copy of my new release, Magpies Bend? Should be out in all good bookstores. Merry Christmas, stay safe. Hi
9: everyone. Um, Leanne Lovegrove my Christmas book recommendation is actually a Christmas book Karen Swan Midnight in the Snow I've just finished this one and I absolutely loved it terribly flawed characters with sizzling chemistry lots of twists and turns that you don't see coming so I'd highly recommend this one beautiful setting of Austria and Switzerland as well So that would be my top pick at the moment. I hope to receive under the Christmas tree, a copy of Vanessa McClausland's latest novel, The Beautiful Words, it's just been released. So hopefully I'm lucky enough to get that one under the Christmas tree this year. But I also have a massive to be read pile to get through. So I'm hoping to get through some of these. Over the Holidays, Natasha Lester's latest book. I'm a bit behind in my reading. Cuckoo, Cloud Cuckoo Land, another big book all set for the summer holidays. Leanne Moriarty's latest. As I said, I'm a little bit behind my reading. I've got to catch up. And this is my book club pick for February. So it's a really thick book, Jonathan Franz. And so I hope to get through that one as well before book club in 2022 and if you're looking for some sort of book to recommend or buy for others or gift for christmas this is my latest release a good life small town romance so check that one out if you need any ideas for christmas gift giving and otherwise merry christmas see
6: ya (music)
10: My name is Joanna Nell. I'm here to show a little bit about the books that I'll be gifting to my nearest and dearest this Christmas. Now, I should add that we are a very practical family. I like to think of it as a, a zero waste family. So we all write us our own Christmas lists and it makes it so much easier for Santa, I'll say. Uh, it does take the element of surprise out of Christmas morning. But as I like to point out to my kids, that way no one is disappointed. So the first book I'll be giving my husband is Gert by David Hunt. And it's the first of two books that I bought at StoryFest earlier this year after listening to the author's talk. And I've had them both signed, which I think it, it is a lovely touch. And I was very pleased to have I had started on my Christmas shopping early on. This is the unauthorized history of Australia. And if this book is half as hilarious as David is in person, then I think I'm on to a winner with that. The second book is The Burning Island by Jock Sorong. My husband is an ex-seafarer. He loves history and adventure and tales of daring do. So I think this historical novel uh, will be right up his street. The next book is for my son, for my 21-year-old son. This is Cosmic Chronicles, a user's guide to the universe by Fred Watson. My son's currently overseas and he recently was lucky enough to see the Northern Lights and was fascinated by that. And as a little kid, he was always fascinated with space and and science. And if you know Fred Watson, you've heard him on television or the radio, you'll know that he can really explain very complex principles in a very amusing and relatable way. So I think this is on to a winner. For my 18-year-old daughter, who's the bookworm of the family, uh, the first of the books I'll be giving her is Dune by Frank Herbert. Now, this is not a new book. This was first written in 1965, and it said that without this book, Star Wars would not have been written. My daughter is a huge fantasy and science fiction fan. There's a movie of the same name out at the moment, so there's this beautiful new edition of the book. I think she's going to love that. This book I recently bought at a bookshop in Orange when I was sitting and signing copies of my book and it's Medusa by Jessie Burton who wrote The Miniaturist and the Muse. The Girl Behind the Myth, it's a retelling of Medusa and Perseus and my daughter is a big fan. She's very interested in ancient history and great Greek mythology. And this book, although it's supposed to be a YA book, I think it would be a beautiful present for, for people of all ages The illustrations in it are just gorgeous. So I think that she's going to love that one. First on my Christmas list is William by Elizabeth Strout. I fell in love with this author with Olive Kitteridge, and I followed her since then and and read all her books. This book uh, goes back to uh, the character Lucy Barton and follows her when she uh, encounters her first husband. And so it's about her relationship with her first husband. So I can't wait to read that one. And the final one on my list is The Jam Queens by Josephine Moon. I love Josephine's writing. And this book looks it looks quite almost good enough to eat, doesn't it? And this is a, a story about four generations of women who go on a trip together on the Garn across Australia. And I love intergenerational stories, particularly when they involve women. And I've always wanted to go on the Garn. So this was right up my street. And if you are still stuck for inspiration for Christmas, then there's always my new release, The Tea Ladies of St Jude's Hospital, which is available in all good bookshops. So I think you'll agree there really is something for everyone this Christmas, and I think books make the, the, the best presents. So all I can say is Merry Christmas, everyone, and happy reading. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm Angela Witten and these are my Christmas book recommendations. This year, give your loved ones a show bag of Helen Garner's diaries because there are two kinds of people in the world, people that love Helen Garner and people that you just don't need to have in your life anymore.
0: Thanks for listening to Rights for Women. I hope you've enjoyed my chat with this week's guest. If you did, I'd love it if you could add a quick rating or review wherever you get your podcasts so others can more easily find the episodes. Don't forget to check out the backlist on the Rights for Women website. So much great writing advice in the library there. And you can also find the transcript of today's chat on the website too. You can find details on the website on how to support the podcast through Patreon and get exclusive access to the extended audio and video of the monthly craft episode. And you can connect with me through the website at rightsforwomen.com, on Instagram and Twitter at W4W Podcast, the Facebook page Rights for Women, or find me and my writing at pamelacook.com.au. Have a great week, and remember, every word you write, you're one word closer to typing the end.